this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Cyprian. And we are wearing masks in the studio together once again. <laughs> After the Christmas and the tree and the eggnog. And all I didn't get any vegan eggnog. Did you? Yeah, I did. I got two Which types. One? I got one Whole Foods brand. It was like an almond milk base. Uh-huh. Which was good. It was like kind of thin, though. I'm really. I like it when it's sorry, creamy. <laughs> I like it when it's real thick, you know. Uh-huh. And it, it it wasn't thick, but it was still good. Okay. Um, and then I got an eggnog cold brew by accident because I thought it was <laughs> eggnog, and I. Oh, this guy sucks. <laughs> when I found out it was coffee and eggnog mixed together, I'm like, I'm sorry, no. That's nasty. That's disgusting. Yeah, I didn't get. I'm any. like, this is asking to go, you know, get diarrhea or something. Cause oh, like eggnog slam. and coffee. Dun, 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 dun. You know what's crazy? My mom had bought almond milk eggnog, but she just ended up drinking it, and I didn't get any. <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild. Like, you snooze, you lose. That's but you know what's funny? I would feel like because you were vegan, she would have forced you to drink it like nope. immediately. No, nope. That's so. Just like she ate my pickles. Oh. Be careful. <laughs> Watch that. How it's, did you said it's what? I'm gonna say, is this for drugs? What is it? No. Um, no. I thought it was the way um drugs. <laughs> she said, is this for drugs? Oh, I, was, I was because they don't know who I'm talking to. <laughs> yes, they do. I could be talking to anybody. No, you can't. <laughs> in the studio, bro. La, 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 it's la, always la. me, you and Eric, and if <laughs> that's just it. But um. So, oh my god! A little funny thing. <laughs> this is so dumb. I was reading a recipe for something, and it was like it only will come out perfect if you weigh your ingredients. I'm like, who the fuck has just a weight around to weigh yeah, flour I don't like and shit? It. And also, like, can you please make this approachable? I hate when people don't make bacon approachable. I hate that shit. So I'm like, now, like, that's why people just go out and just buy shit. Cause I'm like, that that's mean to me. Yeah, that's trying to make it like exclusive, like cooking. Talking exclusive. about weigh it. What the fuck? It's enough. Uh, I got a hand mixer. First that of all, you don't know me. I, I feel like they've been making food since before they had electricity, right? And if them niggas can figure it out, so can I. Exactly. I'm like, whatever I'm like, I don't have, I will I will make it. Like, if I don't have a rolling pin, guess what? We buy, I'm going to find something to I'm be a rolling same, pin. I'm the same way. That remind me. I need a rolling pin. Actually. I didn't grow up with all them fancy appliances and stuff. And my grandma is from the South. Like, when we was making cakes, we did not have no hand mixers growing up. Like, that was shit done by hand. Yeah. So when people be like, "You need a, uh, you need a, a thing," I'm like, "You don't know how strong my arm is." <laughs> yeah. Speak for yourself, sister. Yeah. I mean, I like it now that I'm old enough. I do use like hand mixer for like stuff like that. But when yeah, I was a kid, my grandma would be like, "Hit it," and I'm like, "My arms, <laughs> my arms are tired," and she would be like, "Do you want a cake or not?" <laughs> we had no dishwasher. <laughs> So when people be talking about all these things that, like, you need to cook, I'm like, fuck out of here. I fucking wait. Like, I'm like, yo, I wanted to write in the comments, fuck you. <laughs> she was like, I'm just providing a free recipe that you have the choice of our. Not nice. It's not nice at all. Oh, my God. How was your holiday? My holiday? I really forgot it was a holiday. <laughs> it was so weird this year. It was, it so, was so strange. <laughs> I, like, I mean, I, I watched. It's crazy because I did my movie thing. And I watched a Christmas movie um, from the 1st of December to the 25th. And even though I was watching those movies, like, every day, basically, I still wasn't in a Christmas spirit. I, I just mean, forced myself to watch them. 
I was kind of in the Christmas spirit, but I can definitely say this year was weird. Like, I felt like I was being absor- observed the entire <laughs> Christmas. Like, I went to my mom's, and, like, when I say, I literally put that Mariah Carey T-shirt you got me on mm-hmm. and, like, sweatpants and Crocs. Like, that's what I wore to Christmas. That, like, is a reflection of how I was feeling. Yeah. And when I was there, I'm like, all right, I know it's Christmas, but I felt like I was going to look up and I was going to see, like, all these scientists, like, watching me from a bubble. Yeah, because I felt like the people were like, well, how are they going to survive? How are they yeah, going to Yeah, I felt Christmas? like I was being watched this entire Christmas. I didn't like it. I feel, I feel, I've been feeling like that, though. These past few days, I'm like, this life is so spooky. It's so strange. It's so strange. And then the when I think about the stuff. past, when I think about the past and how, like, we things were just so different, like, 10 years ago, it's just fucking me up. I'm like, are we can't continue the way we are. I'll be freaking out at home. So that's how my Christmas went. <laughs> <laughs> my Christmas went, like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm being watched. <laughs> Yeah, it was so weird. I just was like, I was so, I felt disconnected. And I felt like, like, I remember, um, like, in the Christmases in the past, I felt like a lot of people weren't on social media like that. Mm-hmm. But I felt like everybody was on social media. Watching. Like, it was a regular Watching day. and see what y'all doing. Yeah, like, I watched, um, the best part, actually, was my day, my day was, I watched um, our friend of the show, and our friend in general, Ryan, live stream. He baked, um, not baked. Yeah, he did. He he made a vegan cheesecake and he made um like vegan Chinese food. Oh um, yes, that would on, look so good on Twitch, and it looks very good. Oh my and God. that was like, I felt like, oh yeah, I felt like, yeah, hey, I have a friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just so starved for friendship. And no, um, <laughs> bro, I'm a star for friendship. Too. And I just was like, um, wow, yeah, this is um. It just was so, yeah, like you said, it was a weird one. And um, it was just a weird one. Because yeah. last Christmas, I went over my cousin's house. I think I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went, I, the last few Christmases, I actually had been going over my with my cousin. So this is the first Christmas I didn't. And, like, I didn't text anybody because I just felt like it wasn't Christmas. Like, I didn't, like, yeah. text people. And, like, one of my cousins uh, was like, oh, I didn't text you because... I thought I was going to see you. And I was like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now New Year's is coming. And you know, that's usually my shit. Like, I love getting dressed up and doing stuff for New Year's. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, part of me was like, all right, you still can, like, get dressed up and do something at home, mind. But My dad is forbidding any festive behavior because he is superstitious about... Because last year, him and my mom wore glasses. They had the banner, everything. They went all out. And my dad said, we are not doing any of that this but year. That was, was that the first <laughs> year they ever had? Your, the mom do it every single year. They do have glasses. But yes, no, your mom no, get me glasses. No, you know what it was? My mom took a picture. That's what it was. My mom don't take pictures. You know, I don't so, so now she's to blame for a 2020 quarter. I don't know. My 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 dad. She's like you. My dad and my aunt would do stuff like that. Like for instance, when the Eagles used to play, my mom do shit like this. If they were too. winning and somebody was sitting a certain way or somebody was there at the house or whatever, then they would have to come or, or they would have to sit a certain way. My mom be like, and every time I come in there, they lose. Yep. So she don't be watching the Yeah. So uh, one time uh, they was losing and I was um I was downstairs, so I would have to go in my room. Yeah. 
And it's just, <laughs> I actually should make a TikTok about that. It's like a TikTok going around. Like, what's the weird your family do that you thought was normal? And I thought that was normal. Like, it was like if if they was losing and my aunt Roz was there, like she wouldn't be able to come to the house. Uh, the house or something like they took her very seriously. You be wanting to be with the family day, but do you want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl or not? <laughs> you put your head down and walk upstairs. Hey, upstairs, like, oh yeah. You be like, where are you, Chris? The saddest shit up in your room. You know, Maybe like thanks to your sacrifice. <laughs> The Eagles are now in the championship. Yeah, I'm so happy they don't do that no more. <laughs> They're like, listen, if we want the Eagles, well, we can't talk to you all season. <laughs> yep, that's what my family would be. It used to burn me out so bad. Like, going, being, like, an adolescent and, like, going through, like, you already go through puberty, you think everybody hates you. And then your family, like, get out of here. <laughs> stay upstairs, the Eagles won it. <laughs> Like, wow, bro! When I tell you, my family didn't even notice me when sports came on because I've always been so disconnected from sports. Like, there's no joke about me and sports in the same sentence. When they come on, I'm like, oh my god! But we got chips and chi- we got chips and dip. That's all I'm there for. Is Everybody the food. had a turtleneck on and a, a jersey. Yep. I when whenever sports come on, I'm literally eating and on my phone. Like that's it. I'm like, oh my god, we made green drakes for the Eagles. Go Eagles! <laughs> Then when people yelling, I'm like, what happened? Like, what's happening? We was, But my mom, she, the only reason why she liked, because she liked themes. Yeah, my, so my any mom excuse, be Joe. Any excuse to buy outfits, like, I remember I had a turtleneck, a white turtleneck with an eagle's, like, um, <laughs> emblem on the turtleneck. Like, where she got, and I had eagles, earrings. I had, they was, like, helmets. There was earrings, and it was the football helmets. And I had, uh, I had, like, a Jerry B's necklace to match. Yeah, she really would go all out for that. And everybody, my aunt, my grandma, my dad, we all had it. But, yeah, they very, not anymore or so, but they was, like, grown up, we was very stitious about that. So I just used to be like. Yeah, we, so, just, at this point, what do we got to lose? Let's <laughs> so, just do what he say. Yeah, so that's why, I like, we, so my dad was like, no, uh, like, <laughs> we just got to be normal that day. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> my, my mom. It's like, oh, we need to stay inside. <laughs> These cases are skyrocketing. And I, I don't know the hand, like, okay, so anyway, for the menu, for the next <laughs> years, I'm like, yikes. And I'm like, I don't care who judges me. I don't care. If she throws something, I'm going to go. It's not going to be a lot of people there. No, though. it's not. And I'll wear my mask, but I'm going to go because I'm tired. I'm tired of being in the house. Yeah, I'm miserable, yeah. and we will talk about later. This the government is acting a goddamn fool, and we're supposed to just stay in the house while they do it, yeah, and completely become mentally ill. It's or more mentally ill, and for some of us, but it's just like, oh my god. So yeah, we will definitely talk about that later. For now, let's get into our phase four, which this year, our four New Year's resolutions. Oh, oh my gosh. Damn, I'm thick as shit. I was looking for my phone and it was under my thigh. I didn't feel it. <laughs> Damn. Oh my gosh. Do you do you want me to go first? No, you I'll go it. first. That was crazy. I can't believe I'm that thick. So my good resolu- problem to have. <laughs> my resolutions are, um, and I'm gonna keep on saying the same stuff because Period. you have to manifest. Um, I want to become better with money. Um, in the first half, I was doing great and stuff like that. But also, like, um, I, I did lose my job. Um, I, so I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna let you finish. I was doing, you know, great with money. 
Um, and then I started, um, like, getting stuff, like, like having to buy, like, furniture for my room and stuff like that. So uh, I don't want, I didn't hit rock bottom, but I just wasn't at where I was. But I, now I have a better, like, concept of money. Um, this year I learned, but I want to be even better next year. Um, yeah. And... I feel like you're doing so much better than what you have in the past. Thank you. I really was trying. I was working hard as hell. And I paid a lot of stuff off this year. Yeah. Um, better with money. Um, I put body check. I just want to be healthier. Um, I do need to get outside more. Um, it's kind of hard now because it's, like, colder. Um, and every time I'm like, oh, I want to go outside, it's mm-hmm. cold. I get scared. I'm like, oh, what if you get a cold? You get in, it's going to be this, that, and the third. Yeah, you COVID. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah. But um, I'm going to try to get out there because I do, miss, I do miss working out and doing, like, physical stuff. And, like, um, I don't know if any – I know it's probably going to be expensive, but, like, if anybody knows any, like, private gyms, because I'm really not comfortable, like I said, going – yeah, everywhere. Like LA Fitness and shit. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with that, like, in the, you know, in the city. Um, but, like, I wouldn't mind going somewhere, like, private, like, one-on-one. Yeah. But I miss, like, just moving around and doing stuff. Because, like, when I was working, I was, like, barely home. Like, I was always, like, even after work, I still was, like, doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I miss that, and I want to, like, you know, move around more. Definitely. And get my body, you know. Back to you know you know, um I would like to explore more and yes. I would like to like explore um and uh like not even just explore as in the physical sense but like explore and um what's the other word I'm looking for sexual no oh, okay. um, <laughs> sorry <laughs> explore I'm trying to look I want to try different like foods and oh stuff. yeah explore, <laughs> so, explore uh-huh. different ventures like stuff but like food and like stuff with like um just like talking to different people and like going to different places yeah. and it's sorry like, you make me want to cry like i want to i want to eat different food and talk to different people i know like if we're eight, maybe in the second half like that's possible i'm hoping that we can do that because you know everybody know i'm supposed to go to japan in february but unfortunately one so um shout out to my cousin for telling me about this on booking.com you can book a hotel and you don't pay until the day you get there. Mm-hmm. So I there I already paid for one hotel, but in case that like fell through or something, I booked another one on booking. Um and the hotel in Japan on booking sent me an email and told me to cancel my hotel. Damn. They're like, unfortunately, due to y'all know, um, you know, we're asking you, like, you know, unfortunately you have to cancel. So I canceled that one. The one that I paid for has not sent me anything yet. So I'm like, well, maybe it was just, excuse me, that hotel. Because what I'm staying in that I paid for is more like a, it's an Airbnb, actually. Um, So they haven't asked me to cancel the flight uh, place that that I booked through. They haven't asked me to cancel. So, But I don't want to get too sad about it. Because I'm like, worst case scenario, I just have to reschedule, you know? Yeah. Um, so explore more, um, and, like, get out of my comfort zone, um, a bit more. Um, I would like to do that, like, um, like, you know, post more pictures and... 
definitely want that outf- for you. Please post picture, more pictures. And post, like, outfit of the day, pictures, like, stuff like that. Because I am, like, like kind of, res- I'm realizing, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm, like, kind of reserved when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, you got a lot of clothes. People have no clue how many clothes you have. Yeah, I just went down the basement, and I have a lot of fucking clothes, like. Yeah, like, from- you could you could be making, like, you could be inspiring a lot of people as far as style. It's world. So, yeah, I just need to get out there. Get like, on it. <laughs> but, and, um, and sexually. <laughs> yeah, that too. I need, yeah. to, I need to be sexy too. Um, so, yeah, exploring that is like just every realm of everything. Yeah. I just want to get like, wow. <laughs> and then I put, um, for the last one, I put business. So I'm not on no LLC Twitter type shit. Like, yeah, like start a business, stuff like that. I just want to start doing stuff like, um, for instance, like, taking, like, uh, my Depop shop or, like, me selling sneakers and stuff. Like, I want to take that more seriously because I do really have a knack for, like, clothing and stuff like that. And, I mean, I don't see a reason to get stuff from the thrift store and, like, oversell it um, because, in my mind, the more product you sell, that's how you make the profit, like, not overselling it. Um, But I would like to, like, curate stuff um, and, you know, sell stuff, um... And like do like um like I like stuff like that and also like Etsy like how people like you know craft and make stuff and yeah. sell it like I'm so determined to not go back to retail like that is like no yeah. offense to anybody but like um, I don't think nobody can be offended by it anybody in retail probably know exactly what you I mean I just felt like I was just thinking about how for even though this Christmas wasn't like better but I was thinking about how like last Christmas and like the Christmas before that I was having so much fun with my family. And, like, I was, like, ha- I was having so much fun. And then I was just, in my mind, thinking about, oh, the work. next day I got to go to oh, work. It's looming over your head. It's just looming over your head. Yeah. And so, and, like, how, um, just, like, little stuff, like, how, um, even though this year it was, like, total shit, good things are that, like, my, my uh, niece and her grandma came over to my house and we had, like, a family, like, movie night, game night thing. And we did it on a weekend. And, like, if you work in retail, you know Nothing that your weekend. weekends, like, I literally, my my job that I um, just lost, I literally had one weekend off a month. Um, and I wasn't able to, like, it was certain, like, if one person took off this day, because my store was so small and I was an assistant manager. So it's a lot of things that, like, I could, a lot of days I couldn't take off. Mm-hmm. If I, it was like you snooze, you lose. So just like being able to spend time with like my family on the weekend, it was just like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. You start to appreciate little things like that. Yeah. So I'm like so determined on not going back. Like I also like, I just like, like even though I am sick of being in the house, I do like being at home and like doing stuff. Like I have like in my basement, since I get a lot of packages because I buy stuff. I started saving up packages and stuff because I don't know if y'all knew, but boxes are expensive. Mm-hmm. Boxes are so expensive. So if you have a shop or something, if you sell stuff, save your boxes. A lot of people do that. A lot, a, a lot of people do because when I get stuff, some from like Depop and stuff like that, it'll be a recycle box. But for real, save your boxes if you can because they are expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have like boxes saved in my basement for stuff um, to go out and sell it. And I just want to like be at home doing stuff. Like yeah, you want to work from home. Literally. Yeah, I'm gonna, I literally want to work from home. Mm-hmm. And shit, it's nothing wrong with that. You take on office space, 
they going to commute in, like, all of these things. Exactly, especially the commuting, because the bus, oh, my gosh, like, Miserable. people be getting on the bus. No mask. With a mask on, or then they just take it off. And the bus drivers don't give a fuck, I mean, or they can't do anything about it because they driving a the bus, so. Exactly, so I that. just, so, and this isn't on here, but I would really, I want to learn how to drive. Okay, that's a good goal, too, 2020. Yeah, I definitely feel like I could dictate. Yeah, you can. Um, for me, the first one is about being healthy. Like, of course, like that's physically, like, you know, continue exercising. But it's also like, you know, really, really getting um better about what I'm eating and what I'm consuming. Like I stopped using like plastic containers um to heat up my food in 2020, which is something I'm really proud of. Like I switched to glass containers, not only because they're like just better, but you don't ingest as much plastic when you microwave in plastic. So Little things like that I've been changing about, like, you know, how I move. Um, Of course, like, health and sustainability go hand in hand, and I'm trying to just be better there. Also, I'm noticing that, like, with healthy eating, it's becoming more, like, like first, like, more just my instinct, whereas before my instinct was to eat bad and, like, healthy felt like kind of like I was pretending but also, it's much easier when you are working from home, too, like, to what? eat better. Um, yeah, it is much easier. It's, it's much it, easier. Because, like, think about it, like, when we was, like, out and, like, working and stuff like that, like, when you would pick me up or something, like, we'd be like, what are we going to eat? Like, we both was hungry exactly. after work. Now you just have nothing just to do go. but plan. But, like, yeah. I always felt like eating healthy was not me. Now I feel the opposite. When I eat unhealthy, I don't feel, I don't relate to that. So I'm, it took me so long to get here. But when you think about, like, how long I had my old habits, I'm st- I still think I'm making good time because mm-hmm. I've had my old habits for, like, 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I changed my whole view perspective on something in eight years. So I think that that's, that's realistic. Yeah. So, yeah, health is definitely on the top of the priority list. What do I have next on my list? Let me see. Also, um, I want a new career in the sense where – not just, it's not about, like, my full-time job. It's more like what you were saying, just kind of, like, stepping into my potential and not settling when it comes to work because I feel like that's something a lot of us do. So I just need to kind of, um like, step into these roles where I feel like I belong, like, especially as far as, like, leadership is concerned and not burn myself out. Like, I burn myself out with work to the point where I don't, I get, like, uninspired. Mm-hmm. And I really want to stop doing it in 2020. Like, I want to pace myself. Yeah, sorry. In 2021, I want to pace myself and just not get burnt out and not let work be, like, a separate part of my life. Like, I want it to be, like, married in. Kind of like how this podcast is married into my life. Like, I want my full-time job or, like, all my hustles to be the same way. Because I don't know if I'll ever have one job. Um, I keep saying this, but I really want a therapist in 2021. <laughs> I got same. to find one. Like, I have so much to talk about. And even though I feel like I move with, a, like, a lot of common sense and stuff, I'm starting to realize, like, my common sense is grounded and based off of, like, you know, just, like, my just my parents, you know, how they raised me and, like, my experiences and stuff like that. And and I, I just will never pass up an opportunity to be uh, more woke about myself. Like, I'm just never going to do that. So I just want to find a good-ass therapist because, God damn, it's hard. Yeah, it's oh. very hard. It's very expensive. It's and it's so like hard. during a pandemic, like it's just even more challenging. Mm-hmm. And finally on my list, I want to like let go a little bit. Like I kind of started doing it just a little. 
Because I'm a firm believer in discipline is discipline gets you ahead. Like, and a lot of people don't have a good enough relationship with discipline. And then they wonder why shit happens to them all the time. Yeah, true. So for me, it's like I don't believe in abandoning my common sense and discipline, but I do feel like there have been times where I've upheld a standard because I I thought I had to, and then I'm starting to realize I really don't. <laughs> and it's so beautiful to be like, I don't care who approve of, like, what you going to do, beat my ass? Yeah. I, I pay my own bills. I'm so happy that that's on your list, letting go. Yeah, because I pay my own bills and stuff like that. But the thing is, like, I also felt like, you know, for a lot of years, people have been telling me to let go. But I'm like, sometimes I'm not taking advice from certain people about letting go. Because I'm like, if you tell me, like, if certain people tell me to let go, and I look at your life, and all you do is let the fuck go, and it don't end well for you, (laughs) then it's like, okay, what? Or people will knock that in the same breath, I got what I have now. Not from letting go, from doing the exact opposite. So I feel like my me letting go has come with me understanding that it's a good time to do it for me. Like, it's not it's not about just, like, wilding out. It's about actually being easier on yourself. Yeah. So, I, and I'm happy to learn that, like, letting go means that because maybe I can explain it to someone else different because before people made it, like, wild out, be free. And I'm like, that's not fun to everybody. Like, it's not fun to just wild out for everyone. So, yeah, those are my fave fours. Like, honestly, I don't really have... Those are the same resolutions I had for this month because with 2020 being, 2021 being so unpredictable, this mask is annoying the fuck out of me. Yeah, that's a big boy. This mask, biggest shit I got. It look if like a damn parachute on my face. If y'all get a mask from Target, like the ones that's in the front, get a... Get a um, small, medium. Unless yeah, you got like medium. a beard or yeah. something. If you got a beard... Get the large, extra large. I thought because I had a, like, you know, my face is kind of, like, long. Let me get the large boy so my chin don't be hanging out. Yeah. Getting all the corona. But now I got this big-ass mask on and I can't even talk. Yeah. And you would think a back ear mask would be easier to breathe in, but it's not because the material goes in your nose when you inhale. But you sound good, though. Really? hmm I feel so self, self-conscious. I feel no, like I sound I, terrible. No, I can, hear, I can hear you clearly. Okay, good. Well, guys, if that... I could, I'd be like, hey. That's it for our fave four. Um, so now it's time to toast for a sis, and you have someone to toast for. We are toasting for, I think I'm pronouncing her name right, Annie, who... I um, just say it like that. <laughs> Annie, who has the song, I, again, I don't know how to pronounce this, Peg, Peg Black Girls. Um, re, well, the remix, was that's what was on Colors. But yeah, she... Um, made a song and I know a lot of people saw her on um the colors things with that girl Georgia Smith um I had watched the original video and I just was like so taken away um first of all I love seeing black girls in different areas that's like outside yeah. of America and um watching the video um it was a different types of black girl and it was just a very relatable and she said she um just um just made the song like um just like kind of like messing around i think it was like last year she said and now it's like it's blowing up that's amazing um and also i just love to know that um i don't want to say like uh keto but like um like urban i love mm-hmm. i love to know that there's like different styles of like urban black girls in different um countries so and also, I, I just wanted to give her a toast because um, for some reason, 
people was cutting her out yeah. of her own song. Um, yeah, they was, like, highlighting... Um, uh, Georgia Smith, and mm-hmm. I didn't like that. So I'm like, I need y'all to know who she is, and her name is spelled E-N-N-Y. Um, and, I again, I, I, I'm I probably pronouncing it wrong, any, um, but I'm try- I want to know... Oh, the term is... The song is called P-E-N-G, a Penji Black Girls. But Penji means um, it means sexy or attractive, exceptional or awesome. Ooh, I like um, it. Yeah, so awesome. I I guess awesome black girls. I loved it, and I also um I saw I saw her um on the colors. She did like a, the colors performance, and yeah. I was just like interested upon like seeing her. Yeah, me too. Um, so I'm really happy that we get we're giving her giving her a toast today. And I love um. English rappers, like, well, female rappers. Yeah, they sound so good. Like, they do, and I just say. love how chill her, like, delivery is, but it still um, packs that punch, you know what I'm saying? Per, per, per. Shouts to any. Um, let's get into tea time, right? Da-da-da-da-da! I'm fe- sipping it. Speaking of female rappers, um, uh, all the girls were just in a big... Everybody was fighting was the day fighting. before we got superpowers. Oh, we my got, Lord. We got Asian the Brit, Asian doll. I couldn't believe it. We got JT. This is all old tea because, sorry, guys, you know, we missed last week. So this is about two-week-old tea, but we have to discuss. Um, yeah. We had um a, a preview of Megan Thee Stallion, and we had a preview of Roland Ray, which we'll honestly get to later. <laughs> but um, Asian doll played, that, uh, played a little clip of her her verse for Do It On The Tip, that's Megan Thee Stallion's song, mm-hmm. and the song, like, features the city girls. But Asian revealed that, like, she originally, before anybody else was supposed to be on a song, but um, was taken off for whatever reason. But her and Megan are friends, so it's no hard feelings. Yeah, and in the didn't... video, if you watch Asian in the video, she, like, people was asking her, she's like, oh, I don't know. Like, she was just real chill about yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't, like, as a problem to yeah. me. Um, I would have personally had a problem with it because, like, <laughs> <ain't that laughs> something personally, I would have had a big problem with you not putting my verse on the song when I'm yeah. your girlfriend and you know, like, I feel like Asian Doll, like, you feel how you feel about it, but I don't think she's getting enough credit for being as good of a rapper as she, she is. She really is hard. As, she's no. the hardest doll, like no. she said, period. She, she's the hardest doll. She definitely is not one to fucking play with. I really like her delivery. Me too. I like her music. I believe her. When she says she will whip somebody's ass, and I love it. And I love it. I really do. Because at first, this is when, oh, my gosh, how many years ago? That was, like, 2017. I was young. And at first, the the only reason why I heard about her is because she was fighting Rico Nasty, and I had knew about Rico Nasty, and I was like, oh, I don't like that. But I'm like, I can't deny that her music goes. She literally said, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. (laughs) Exactly. And the thing I love about her is the fact that she really about that shit. Like, she will fight you, but then she will not talk. Like, she don't make this, like, it's not in her music no more. No. Nope. Because I think, honestly, say what you want about what I'm about to say, but I'd rather for somebody to fight it out and then don't talk about that shit no more. Yeah. I don't want to keep on hearing in your songs about 
you talking about other people. Like I feel like that's obsessive. A lot of a lot of and these rappers need to learn from her. Exactly. Just fight it out and move on. Exactly, because I don't I don't like that. Because everybody like yeah, put it in a booth, just in the third. What? Y'all for start, what? For what? Because I feel like that's corny. Like me to me personally, I feel like that's corny. Going back and forth and making your whole career about like other a, people a, talking about other people. So I really like the fact that Asian Dial rather fight somebody and then it's over with. Excuse me. Yeah, you'd rather fight somebody versus just you know making making female rap caddy, you know, because like there's so much more that women can do other than argue with each other. Exactly. So somehow you know her kind like her and JT must have been having something going on for a while because it ain't take but a few tweets from like uh, Asian doll to like really get something started with JT. Like they were subbing each other all weekend. They were subbing each other but all weekend. I saw that JT was really subbing and like Asian doll was ignoring him. Yeah. And then the next day, Asian doll, all she said was, I love I, being pretty. Yeah, or I, I'm glad I've been pretty all my life. Mm-hmm. And that's when JT snapped. And then, <laughs> then um, Asian doll <laughs> gave us something very iconic. She said, You're not the only ugly bitch in the world. Yeah, because and my whole thing is a hit dog a holler. Somebody said, I'm glad I've been pretty my whole life. I'd have been like, bitch, me too, the fuck? I would not even think that she talked yeah, about me. Yeah, so then, after then, that's when all hell broke loose. They were going at it for, like, a whole work shift. They was, they going. was going at it. And then, like, of course, young Miami decided that she wanted to come in it. And, like, Megan Thee Stallion, like, a day later when shit cooled off. But my whole thing with Megan, I'm like, bro, you do got a lot of drama surrounding you. I will say that, like... And that is not to encourage anything violent that has happened to her. Like, let's get that straight. But I'm just saying, like, why is it, like... And I really feel like it's because Megan don't want to get into anything, and that's the fucking problem, too. Yeah, being friendly. To being too friendly friendly is just as troublesome sometimes Mm -hmm. as, like, not being friendly at all. It's actually way more troublesome because you really... Get into this and like uh, Asian dollars on some loyalty type shit. She like, well, you knew this was going down. I was getting attacked. You supposed to be my friend. Yeah. You should have shut it down like yesterday, not yeah. today. So I, the thing is, they was all in their feelings. Asian doll is in particular is under going through a lot right now because yeah. you know she lost her boyfriend, and then I feel like Young Miami's going through a lot right now because she lost her baby dad. Mm-hmm. I was uh. Wondering why her verse was taken off because it sounds so hot to me. It did. But what my girlfriend, my girlfriend, um, DeAndre, she made a really great point. She was like, Yeah, but think about it. Like, they all talking about sex and Asian doll come on the track hard as shit, <laughs> talking that gangster stuff. So I'm like, Well, then you think about it like that. Did her flow <laughs> really fit it? And the answer might be no. Yeah. Because she, like, Asian doll talking about shooting niggas up and they talking about doing a split on the dick. Like, it's just different to me. And I'm like, <laughs> But, and I'm like, but for me... But sometimes these niggas need to get... Sometimes, you, but why can't we do both, is what I'm asking. Why can't you pistol whip a nigga and do a split on the dick? Like, why can't you do both? There's a market for that. There's a market for that, and it's thriving, because everybody's sick. <laughs> but my whole thing is, like, it could have made a huge difference for her career if she would have ended there. Because I feel like Asian Doll still is in mainstream. She, yeah, she not. And she's hot as shit. She's like, hot as shit. Her shit really makes me want to put guns up and be like, yeah. bow, bow, And bow. also, you know what I really res- liked about her? when I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. When she previewed that, she in a booth with all niggas. Yes, and I just love her her stance. Yeah. Like, she was just hard. And she pretty as shit. Like, I just love that. Like, I always wanted to... 
see a girl like that just pretty as shit and just like hard body. Yeah. A hard body bitch that's just pretty as shit. Exactly. And like for me, like as a person who be around a bunch of hood niggas and that shit really do just make you come alive sometimes. So I understand I, I love that delivery. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like, she that's really a, was moving like... We listening to that on the car home. Okay. That ain't no problem. I, I said we listened to that on the car. We listened to that on the <laughs> ride home. And like, she really was like... And she was moving, like, very masculine. I love and it. And I just like, I oh, love my it. God. It gave me so... Like, as me, as somebody who grew up... Like, Iman, grew up around all boys. And I used to be, like, a tomboy when I was a kid. I was just like... And somebody who grew up around girls who was just hard as shit like that. It's yeah, just like, I yeah. I just was like, oh, my gosh, delight. It's not just I'm about, just, like, yeah. oh, the boys made it better. It's about the fact that there's this woman, like, leaning into, like, yeah, I'm a doll, but I'm also a nigga. Like... And I'm I love that both. shit because I really both. feel like that because I feel like the realest niggas that I know is the bitches that's in this booth right now. <laughs> I feel like we the realest <laughs> niggas. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we not the one, we the two. <laughs> also, um, um, speaking of beef and cupcake and fucking... <laughs> Suki just that was some was, sociopath shit. Like that, that shit, shit was, wasn't funny. It was definitely giving um, was it SSI class? Yeah, it was giving that class of like emotionally disturbed students who was, all need like intense counseling. It was definitely giving that like the bitch that just walk in the class and starts swinging her baby fat jacket. Yo, you ever have like? Oh, I, actually, we went to school with somebody. Oh, like I'm gonna say, Iman, don't say it. No, it's gonna be too crazy. <laughs> like, all right, so. In middle school, if you grew up in, like, any type of, you know, it was a kid where the teacher be like, hello, Tatiana. She be, oh, my God, get the fuck out my face. Like, you yeah. always in my face. Like, can you please, <laughs> can you back up? And we be like, he just said good morning. Like, that's all he said was good morning. Yeah, it, definitely <laughs> it was somebody should. in high school like that where I just would crack up because I'm like, it don't take shit to make her <laughs> snap. Like, and now that I'm an adult, like, I'm like, that's actually should have really been looked into. But, like, that's what, that's what Cupcake and Suki were giving. It was definitely giving. They the type of, they like, talking why? about burying, like, people's dead parents and shit. I'm like, and then, just time, thinking of the meanest, sickest thing you can say is not battle rap. Let me just not, put that out there. And also, like, the whole time, like, Cupcake mom not even dead. So I just was like... Um, this is awkward. So I just didn't like, like me, like, I know people like, yeah, bringing that shit back, bring that. I don't like that kind of stuff to me. Like, when I hear people rip, I just want to hear people talk about, like, I guess they're quote unquote imaginary haters, money, shooting, like, shit like that. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear you talk about other bitches. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, yeah, I don't want to hear you just being mean for absolutely no reason. For no reason. It just came out of nowhere. And, like, I, like, um, and here's the thing. I still listen to all of those girls. Like, I'm not going to stop listening to them. I'm all... On, it just was a weird moment. Also, like, with the beef... Um, Cupcake started it. She did start it. Um, Cupcake started it because she's a, she feels like a loser right now. And I know everybody said, who's the tether? Me or her? She's definitely a tether. <laughs> that proves she's the tether. Yeah, my whole thing with Cupcake is, like, she is hard... That's another person she I feel like is like her ass off. She can write and she and can she write. Be, like I feel like she'd be like, and it's like, you know that thing that um what the fuck is his name? Rocky was like punching that thing. Yeah. When she rapped, that's how I feel. Like her shit it go dumb. Yeah. And I also feel like because she knows she can rap better than a lot of people who are famous right now, like she she is on some Azalea Bank shit, if you ask me. And I feel like she She kinda mad and she tried to stir the pot to now Yeah, both of them Gemini's to get people to try to get people to be like, oh, well, now that she came in 
hit everybody so hard like this. Let me go listen to the rest of her music. And my thing is, like, that's a loser move. Yeah, I don't right? like that. Don't be a loser. It's not about being mainstream or anything else. You're talented to do something. Yeah, don't like be that. a loser. Like, don't put yourself in a bucket. With, with it's, it's sad when talented girls act like they're not talented. Because there's less talented people than her who have more pride and more dignity than that. And also, like, it's not, like you said, it's not even about being, like, the number one. Because, like you said, Asian Now is the fucking one for me. Yeah, or, like, look at, I like when people are, like, a Rico Nasty and they're giving alternative rap and they love it. They love that they're there. They love not being necessarily mainstream. They love that, like, you know, the creative power that comes with, the coolness that comes with not being mainstream. Yeah, And to see people be considered cool and stuff like that and to still want to be, like, a superstar... I'm like, that worked for Megan. Yeah, but that's not going to work for all the rap girls. Just like it don't work for all the rap guys. Like, seriously. There is rappers that get invited to the Grammys, and then there are other rappers that we know very well who don't give a fuck about going to the Grammys, like Vince Staples. And also, like, sometimes it's not good that rappers get mainstream stuff. No. Meek Mill. Yeah, and Drake and everybody (laughs) else. It's like, it's okay. (laughs) Like, you're making a good living. You're known. You out the way. Now you want to go and search yourself in some drama just just for what? And I, I just that's not respectable. Sorry, anymore. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about this Sukiyana. What she what she said in her rip? She said Sukiyahani got good pussy like my granny. Ew. <laughs> Oh my like, god! First of all, like <laughs> she said, shit like that. It's nothing. And also, she posted this video. Her her hair looked horrible. <laughs> Little ass ponytail. She said, "I'm a bald headed hoe. All I do is start trouble." Like you can't shake somebody yeah, like and that. And you already know she's not lying again. Because that girl who came in class, her her ponytail was given jelly bean. Like we all know. <laughs> The girl, like, the little-ass ponytail. And you bet, if she came to school and she did, she, we, none of us are going to say anything to her or, or about that pony, little-ass ponytail. Yeah, just like, it's just, and she just seemed like she just, like, would start yelling in the middle of the class for no reason. Yep. Uh, and, again, Cupcake, too. It's just, you'd be like, why, you, listen, we need an adult to come and, like, break these two <laughs> apart. Because this shit is got crazy. Good pussy like my granny. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> So, speaking of rap girls, uh, Playboy Cardi uh, is just <laughs> is just so messy. <coughs> That's a messy bitch. First of all, I listen... Yo, I, first of all, I don't know how many songs I listened to this album, but I had to cut it because I'm like, yo, my brain going dumb as shit. <laughs> my brain felt like it was, like, leaking out my ears. <laughs> so, I had to, so, I had to cut it. Like, I'll go back, but I just had to take a break. <laughs> My brain was, ooh. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is awkward. But <laughs> definitely a messy ass bitch. He's a messy ass bitch. Whining on the track. First of all, that was so bizarre to me. First of all, it's Christmas. <laughs> and it was so bizarre to me because, so here's the thing. I already said this on Twitter. I feel like Iggy is, like, is being how Drake is. Like, like for instance, Drake got himself in a situation where he had a baby by somebody that he, like, first of all, somebody that's not his type, somebody that he just, obviously he cannot stand. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Somebody that he's embarrassed of, but that's who he chose to have a baby with, even though he has all the um, sources to not, that nigga could get a vasectomy and get it reversed because he's that fucking rich, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, it's nothing, but no, he wanna, like, you know, be how he is. So now he's stuck with a baby mom that he does not really like. And he now, he wanted a story. 
That's why he did it. <laughs> he just wanted to drag Drake. He, he, I know. He wanted, I, I go through this all the time. I apologize to him. But he wanted the story. That's how, I, and this is not, I'm not apologizing for this because this is true. And I know I have no proof, but it's true. But I feel like it's true. So he wanted the story. And I feel like Iggy Azalea is the same way. Look in Playboy Cardi ass. That nigga it's not care. somebody you want to start feeling with. About. I don't care. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. If it was a person, he's somebody that I see on Tinder, and I be like, I cannot take him seriously. No, because a conversation with him, I be like, all I ask you is, what do you want to eat? <laughs> Why are you making those noises? Yeah, or he'll like put dot dot dot. You good? Like something like like yeah. I don't know, some weirdo shit. I be and like, okay, thing. what do you want for dinner? And he send a demon emoji ever, like, huh? <laughs> a demon of like some fries. You like some McDonald's? Like you don't know. <laughs> but here's the thing. From society, I think that I'm a pretty attractive person. But from society viewpoint, I am fat. I'm black. Sabria. <laughs> I have saggy titties. Sabria. Like, no, I'm just saying from society viewpoint. Like, I, don't I don't think that's what society thinks. Like, all right. From, from a nigga that's like, I don't know. But I feel like I'm just like a fat blackie. And then, like, okay. I just, and my self-esteem is supposed to be low. And I'm supposed to, like, get with the scraps. Even if. My point is, me being a fat blackie, I Playboy Cardi could say to me, "I want you to have my baby." I still would not believe him. Mm-hmm. I would not believe. I him. wouldn't believe him. So either. the fact that somebody like not saying that Iggy Azalea looks better than me at yeah, all, I know what you mean. You so, just talking about society's yeah. viewpoint. The fact that she fell for that shit and everybody was like, "Yo, like that's you're a- thirty, he's twenty four, right?" Yes. My thing and they is, was talking when they was like twenty two. He was twenty two. He is a little, and also like she, she was, she dated ASAP Rocky, and she got a tattoo. She had got ASAP a tattoo on her. Let me tell you something about, and they're supposed to be friends. Let me tell you something about you know, Playboy Cardi and Iggy. Iggy wanted a baby, and she thought that she was fine enough to keep this young nigga like whipped, right? However. He's still trash for being a, a piece of shit dad. Exactly. But as women, or like you have to really be careful about who you decide to have these kids by. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it don't even matter if they're right or wrong. It's still going to be on you. Like, I'm reading the shit that Iggy Azalea said. She woke up on Christmas morning. Christmas morning. Santa didn't even land yet. Christmas morning. Her baby's first Christmas, and she decided to talk to us. So she just, she was saying that, I just woke up and my son's nanny is letting me know that she's seen who the side chick is and they gave and that you gave her our dog to babysit while you were in town all week with me. And you FaceTimed her without with our son on the phone. Got me fucked up. Here's the video of my friend kicking you out of the crib at 3 a.m. like a hoe two months ago. <laughs> I told you I would be sharing it if your ass still being trifling. So Merry Christmas. And I could not. And I could have done you so much dirty. I could have posted you without your pants on begging. Um, but y'all both trash, though. This man has been in Philly playing PS5 mid-pandemic, the day my son was born. Even though it was a scheduled C-section, I had Onyx alone. And and completely because, pretty much because he didn't want to fucking be there. Oh, I had Onyx alone completely because he, he was my only visitor approved for COVID. We lived together at the time. And she says he refuses to sign their son's birth certificate. Uh, <laughs> he's nine months old. He won't even give his son he claims to care about so much his own last name. So it's sad because Playboy Cardi is not trash. He trash, trash. He garbage. He is absolute trash. He's, he's a terrible father. He's terrible. But my whole thing is, 
th- that happened December 20, 25th, Christmas. What are we supposed to do about it? Like, seriously, like, that's what and I'm his saying. his album just came out. And, like, people, niggas had their headphones in. I'm like, you just supposed to take him out? But also, like, if he's a shit parent to your son, airing him out on social media is not going to make him become better. Any person who could watch a woman go through labor and not be there is, does you can't shame him. He has no shame, you yeah, know? Yeah, he don't care because so, that, that's something that's universally like, oh, that's fucked up. And a fucking pandemic. Also, I, I'm sorry, if a nigga... Do me dirty during the pandemic. I'm taking that to the grave. You hear yeah, me? If you think if you do me dirty during birth, I'm, I'm taking that shit to grave because that's very important that you show up. You get one opportunity to do that for me, and that's fucked up. You weren't doing anything. <laughs> yeah, you were paying the PS Five, which again, how do you have access to it so early? Yeah, but, I was like, damn, he had it. Yeah, but my but whole, that's besides the point. That's besides the point. Like, yes, impressive, but besides <laughs> the point. And my thing with her is, it's like, okay, cool, like. She's got done dirty by a lot of niggas publicly. She has. Okay? She's taking a lot of L. But my thing with her is go focus on your son now. Like, you know what you have to do. Like, Like, you know, you have the proof. And I haven't been in that position, and I don't think I will be, but I, um, I, for for real, also, I had my mind made up where I'm like, all I care about is, like, my child. Yeah. So... That, like, I just would be like, whatever. Also, like, he is somebody, like, I just cannot stress this enough. Is a nigga I would not take seriously. You like, can't, you, you shouldn't. He's just somebody that he look like he play. And, like, niggas, like, I lie to you not. Like, on God. Like, I have had a nigga look me in the eyes and say to me, I told you that, uh, I already told you this, he mind, but said to me, you don't want to have my baby? Like, he mm-hmm. said that to me. And I'm like, no, yeah. I don't. Because I know that, first of all... You I will like, annoy me to exactly. death. Exactly. The thing is, this person that said that to me, I feel like they would be a great father, but I feel like they would annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah. And I feel like You that, would have to tell... Like, come on, you don't want that for your life. I don't want to be annoyed as, like, as fuck, or, like, you being emotional because I don't want to be with you, and you like, well, we haven't been meeting... Like, or, like, like if that. we say something and then you just don't do what I said, and you'd be like, oh, I was confused. Like, exactly. what, the, what are you confused about? Exactly. So, what are you confused and about? And this person is a terrible communicator. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to have a fucking baby with no. you. Like, look at the fucking signs. I have... I pray to God I'm never that horny. Yeah, or or the I've thing. I've never been that And horny. for me, my whole thing is like, all right, when you have a child with somebody that's a lot younger than you like that, now I'm questioning your mindset because why was you messing around? Like, as a person who is now 28, I would never talk to nobody that's 22 years old. Hell no. Why would you start I, a family was, with someone that is 20, a 22-year-old boy? Why would you start a family with someone, even though this was planned? And I'm like, I would love to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. Because I picture him being high as fuck and her being like, so so yes? And him being like, yeah, 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 yeah. The thing and is, yeah, yeah, yeah. The and she's like, okay, so you want to start a plan, plan family together? The thing together? is, I've never been that horny, but I know the, I know the rose-colored glasses thing and the, the delusion where, for instance, there's been times where I have been with somebody and I have made it seem like they were nicer to me than what they were oh, yeah. because I had liked them. So in my mind, I'm like, what they're doing is like, oh, my gosh, this is such a grand gesture. But in all reality, it's just like nothing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. So I know that, and I um, 
I know I wasn't there and I don't have cold hard facts, but I'm willing to bet it was one of those moments where it's just like you all up in your feelings and like I feel like a lot of times men be saying stuff when they're just like very horny. Yeah. And they he probably was just saying anything. Like, you know My thing is if you gonna be team get the baby and go, you gotta do that. You gotta go. You have to go. You can't be get the baby and demand him be uh father of the year. <laughs> You want you want uh, Uncle Phil from a nigga that like make noises for a living and that tweet like with some letters capitalized, some lowercase. Like that's not gonna be. Yeah. That's not your Russell Wilson, baby. That's not him. That's just so. That's oh my, my problem. God. It's like all right, it's not your fault that you were treated like shit, but it is your fault if you see the signs and decide to look the other way. I'm sorry. And that's the just thing it. is, like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just like I just feel like I'd be hard. Or, like on. I mean, again, people be thinking that we're perfect because we don't want to get gaslit. But here's the thing. I want you bitches to start taking accountability. Um, and for the part you, are, you played in it. And for the part you played in it. And there's a bunch of times that I have, walk, I have walked around from, walked away from fine-ass niggers, okay? Fine. Big dicks. Oh, my God. Don't even say that. Monster mouths. Please. Okay. And I just have not. I'm just like no, because you know you can't play around forever. You can't. You <laughs> That's cannot, how I be thinking. You I'm can't like, play just... around forever. One and two. I really be thinking about, you know, if we just have a oops or whatever, like who would be around for me? Because like even though, like I know you know you say stuff, um, but I I personally be very um, prepared to. Um, how do I say this? Uh, get rid of the situation um, <laughs> with certain people. I'll be fully prepared. But even in that situation, you not like say I would have the procedure, whatever to get. I'd be thinking who will be there with me. It's still so, tra- yeah, people, that's a traumatic thing. Like people make it like that's easy to just no, go. Yeah. Well, it's done. Like who will be there for me? Like the healing process. On, the healing process. Checking on me. Who will go there with me? So I won't be alone because it's not going to be that easy. Like you know, and it's something that I have to go through, but affects both of our futures. Exactly. The least you can do. The least you can do is fucking be there for me. So that's what I, I be have thinking to do about. It. Like, I be thinking about that because even though, like, for me, that that's just for me. Like, I mean, I do want to have kids. Everybody knows, like, I would love to be a mom. But for me, where I'm at right now in my life, I feel like I just cannot handle it mentally, emotionally, financially. I just cannot handle it. So that would be the option for me at first. Um, also, depending on who it is. For sure. Um, and like I said, the people that I have been, you know, entangled with, I felt like that was definitely the best option because I would not want to carry on um, their offspring. Um, and I can say that confidently. I do not want to carry it on. Um, but I just felt like they probably wouldn't be there for me. They would be like, oh, it's not that serious or this and a third, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I again, I do not know Playboy Cardi from a can of worms. I don't. But I really see he looks like somebody that I, like, if I played a game and they were like, what celebrity do you trust or what celebrity don't you trust? Like, just all based off look. I don't he trust would him. definitely be in the, and I love his music. I've talked about it. Everybody know. Like, he's one, like, I just, I, as an artist, I love him. But he's somebody that I feel like I definitely could not trust. I couldn't trust to watch my house. I trust with my heart. Like, I just. Wouldn't trust with my dog. Like, anything. Not trust my goldfish. My like, none of that shit. I don't none, trust him. 
none of that shit. So yeah, Asian fuck, fuck him. I wish it Iggy and her child the best because that's still fucked up. But like, it she's got to use the the two brain cells she that she can muster together. Exactly, um, and I don't want you know want to feel sorry for a white woman who did say she was a runaway slave master. But somebody was like, "What kind of slave master? You you can't even get." Hold of your niggas and like that's true. Yeah. The thing is, I felt bad for her with the Nick Young thing because he did her dirty as shit. Yeah. But this situation, I'm like, girl. Yeah. At some point, you like I said, you, wherever <laughs> you go, you take yourself with you. So if you keep getting into shit, you do gotta look at yourself. Yeah. Um. Speaking of into shit, ASAP, uh, because that's Iggy's ex and Brianna were spotted together. I don't really have much to say about this one. Uh, I'm just shocked that she went with him, but I'm like, you know, girl, have fun. Yeah. Also, he is. Um, he dated Iggy. He did uh, date Iggy. That's my my thing is like, I be judging niggas based on who they used to date. Yeah, he, <laughs> and she had a tat. She had his his oh, tattoo on her hand. Yeah. So yeah, I be. Judging but I'm I'm glad Rihanna got hold of him. Maybe she could talk some sense in him because he was he was saying some dumb shit. You know. Yeah. Also, like, uh, and uh, she knows did like he so ever much better. Apologize about saying it about dark skinned women and like lipstick. Um, my whole thing is like I feel like this the internet like judge and jury at the end of the day they don't stop people from getting booked or anything like that so he don't even have to apologize to keep himself successful he don't have to ever apologize for that he don't. and he'll still continue to thrive like my whole thing is the punishment was getting arrested <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I forgot he was arresting Ikea eating apples. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, my thing is, if he didn't apologize, I think that was the payback. <laughs> but, and the thing is, it's crazy because if I had to choose, I probably would trust him more, the playback party, to be honest. If I had, and I don't even trust I'm him. I'm sorry, niggas with that hairstyle, I can't, any niggas with two braids to hang in front of their face. Stop, that hurts. And to me, Stop. That's a you Eli. automatically yeah. Come on, Iman. You get in. You if get, I when I see them You uh, getting too close. When Come I on. see box <laughs> when I see box braids on a nigga, I'm like, yeah, no. It's no Come on. You are not All responsible. Right. Not having fun with this conversation. I'm you know, I dated a nigga with box braids. <laughs> I know. And the thing is, I used to be like, You wanna have a cut your hair? Because I really had a problem with that <laughs> the, the persona that came with that hairstyle. I don't like it. It's given very irresponsible. Um, also, like, they seem like they fuck up your life. <laughs> That's so true. Like, niggas with those, that hairstyle that, like, hang in their face, they always, not, they come and they collect a piece of your soul. Like, how Thanos collects, like, those little gems. I feel like That's too. what they do. And I'm just like, I know I'm not above it. So I just rather not even mess with them at all because they'll mess around and, like, get in my brain. But Rihanna looks happy. They were in Barbados spending Christmas and shit together. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. I see you, Rihanna. She just keep it, man. <laughs> she do. And I feel like she just be having fun with him. I know. That's my goal. She make me feel so excited about, like, you know, going into my 30s. Because I was just saying this earlier. Like, Rihanna's evolution has been so amazing. Like, yeah. watching her. I love her. Really, like, coming to herself and just be fine and happy and successful. And, like, dating all the fine niggas around the world. Like, that's really my dream. And I just was talking about her. I was like, it feels so good because... I generally love her makeup line. And I'm she, like, all, and everything I'm she not, produces, I love. And I'm not faking it. Like, I'm not saying it just because I love Rihanna. Like, as an artist, as a um, person, as what I know from, you know, what I see, I, I generally love her stuff. And it Fenty makes me feel beauty is good. And it makes me feel good. Like, I have, like, so many, like, I literally use, like, foundation. I use the powder. I love the lip stuff. It's like, so good. I just, I love it. 
and it just feels so good. And yeah. I don't know why I have my crock in my own. Me my neither. Hand. I'm like so confused. However, yeah. like the thing <laughs> is, I'm even though like I am loyal to celebrities and stuff I love, I'm loyal to my pockets way more. Exactly. So if somebody was selling something that was no good, I don't give a damn who you are. I'm not buying it. Yeah, that's how I feel. And I really be buying that shit. Like, Me if too. you look on my history. My only foundation. That's the only, I mean, some, I used to have my D, but if if I want something, like, lighter that I can build upon, I use Fenty. Like, Fenty is an everyday foundation yeah. for me. It's, it's perfect. Every day. Like, when I want to look more like, like, uh, not cakey, but like when I want to look like more like powdery dial like that's my use of Kat Von D. But yeah, because that Fenty, tattoo, <laughs> that shit, no, that shit really will cover your fucking tattoos. Yeah, it it covers every feature you own. So that, that's why I be having to contour the fuck out of my nose. Yeah, when, when you put on. that, that's definitely not one to play with. Cause I remember I got that. I was like, God damn, everything is like this shit really covers your entire face. It's crazy. It really do. Um, we weren't going to talk about our TV shows, but we took a little bit of time in yeah. earlier, so we'll save it for next week. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, we were, we're going to give a recap on what we're watching. But it's, um, it's good to have, like, stuff lined up. Yeah, we'll give you a hint. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> and another hint. By next week, I'll probably be done this show. Yeah, I mean, next week you'll be done. On, I think I'm, about, I'm close to season three. Damn. Yes, yeah, so I really can't talk because I'm, I'm catching up, too. Um, shit is so six. fucking funny. Like it's, I'm on season six. That's good. Bro, I just, yo, the show is just, it's a perfect show. I it's can't believe show. I didn't watch it. It's like the same feeling I got when I rewatched like Golden Girls and Living Single. I'm like, this is just so good. It's a perfect Cause show. Because have you been watching Living Single on Hulu? No, I keep on forgetting. See, I have to, my thing is I be watching one show and once I'm finished there, I'll be like, all right, to the next on. one. Yeah, yeah, I think, yo, you should definitely move to, like, Living Single. It's so good. Because I was going to watch Everybody Hates Christmas. I was going to rewatch oh, Everybody Hates Christmas next. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I was going to rewatch that because I'm, like, in a mood. I got to watch that. Yeah, because I'm in a mood to watch, like, like high family hijinks. So I was going to watch yo. that. But I have certain shows. I know we said we wasn't going to talk about shows. But, like, I have <laughs> certain shows that I watch, like, for instance, like Malcolm in the Middle. I said Malcolm, <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle. It's like a show that I watch, but I'm like up and I'm alert, and I go to sleep watching Dexter's Laboratory because I've already Ooh. seen. Yeah, you don't care. What, you yeah, care. I don't care. And like I pretty much remembered like the episodes and stuff. But is Hey Arnold on Hulu. Um, I'm not I sure. I used to but, always go to sleep to Hey Arnold. But Dexter's Laboratory is on HBO Max. Oh, okay. And okay. HBO Max now has a um has an app for the Roku. Okay. So um, I downloaded it, and so I go to sleep. Um, I put the TV on the timer, and then I go to sleep watching it. Malcolm in the Middle, I'm, I'll be tuned the fuck in, okay? Yes, yo, it's but so But I do good. need to so stop good. watching old shows and, like, tune in to, like, a Do you really need show. to? No. Because yeah, really <laughs> I literally, the last, before Malcolm in the Middle, the last show I watched was Roswell from literally from, like, when I was, like, eight years old, and I watched it. Per. And that... Yo, I was like, finally, a good fucking ending. I know we said we wasn't going to talk about shows, but after seeing Girlfriends and the way that shit ended and, like, other shows, the way it ended, like, a lot of shows end in, like, limbo and whatever. The way, I know it was, like, a teen, like, WB drama or whatever, but the way Roswell ended was so fucking perfect, I literally cried. Oh, my God. I was like, this shit ended so good. It was a happy ending. I'm like, thank fucking God. Yeah, I'm at the, I'm on the final season of Girlfriends, and I'm like, this shit too chaotic. How's it going to end? But like, also, I feel bad because Girlfriends got fucked, like, really bad because of the writer strike. Yeah. The writer strike, I didn't realize... I remember it going on when I was a kid, but I didn't realize until I start like rewatching shit and stuff. I'm like, how it affected it? Yeah, Yeah, my whole thing because girlfriends definitely did have some like really cool like situations and stuff 
like earlier on, but that last season just was so like I don't know. I'm that all, shit was weird, bro. It was to say the least. It was weird, but also I feel like who who did they have writing it? Because I could have did a better <laughs> job than that. Like who was like what in fourth grade? <laughs> yeah, like I could have pieced together better, it's a more solid storyline. Like so, I'm like who did y'all have writing it? Because the other writers was on strike. That shit was so stupid. It was so dumb. and it, like my whole thing is again. I know we're not gonna talk about shoes, but like. <laughs> I really hate when the the goal of the the writers is to annoy the viewers. It's yeah. like to get us to be like, oh no, like she ain't that. back with him. And like everybody, like bring me peace. So somebody was saying, or was it me? I don't remember if I was saying it. <laughs> was but, it somebody was it me or somebody else? Um, the I feel like shows from like when we grow up weren't designed to be bingeable. They were designed because yeah. like. When we were, like, in the beginning when we first started watching Girlfriends and we was, like, binge-watching and we was getting irritated. But think about it, like, you watch one episode and you had to wait a whole week. Sometimes you had to wait, like, two weeks if it was, like, the, um, like, basketball or something coming on. So you would have to wait two weeks and you're like, oh, it my God, sit what happened? It wouldn't sit with yeah, you Yeah, you'd be like, what happened? So, like, even, like, the, um, like, for instance, re-watching the Parkers, like, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the way Monique be, uh, well, Nikki... The way she be on the professor, I'll be like, all right now. Like <laughs> she crossed so many boundaries. So many boundaries. And I'm like, bring it down. But think about it, it's funnier. Because you don't you have so much it. access to it. Exactly. Yeah. You have to wait a different week. So you're like, all oh, these funny hijinks you don't see. It's not overwhelming. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. Also, like, I think TV <laughs> was written to be TV back in the day where yeah. you suspend your disbelief and you just listen to what they say. Yeah. And now because we are so used to TV and dramas being done in this more realistic light, it, it feels odd to see, like, people just making wrong decisions, like, on TV. It's like, how, and it, instead of just being like, well, that's the story, and that's how it is, just right. watch it or not. Like, why are you so invested? So that's why, like, sometimes, like, also, like, me, because I definitely, I consider myself a writer, and I want to continue to write, right? I have to, I'm starting to look at shows again and, like, movies and stuff, because I feel like I need to calm down because I get so stressed out. Also, sometimes when characters make a decision where I'm like, no, like yeah. I just need to, cal- I need I did to calm that, down. I get so invested. Because I did that in film school too. I didn't want to. I was writing something. I didn't want to put my character in danger. And my teacher was like, "This is boring. Like you need to, you know." Yeah, I just like to. Put- I just like to write what I like to feel, which and is I good j- things. Yeah, I just was like, no, I don't want to do that to this character. And like, you have to do it. And I'm like, oh well, everybody's going to die. Like I just felt <laughs> like so. I feel like. And that also probably can go into some deeper, like, about being a control freak or whatever. Yeah, but, but we're uh, not going to go there. Again, we're not talking about shows this week. We're going to talk about it next week. So with the with the sunken place, since we're, like, running kind of Lizzo, and I'm kind of, we're both kind of, you know, sleepy, let's talk about the sunken place. Um, First, we said we was going to come back to Roland Ray versus Carisha. So Roland Wright absolutely inserted himself absolutely into that Absolutely for beat. no reason. Absolutely decided. He woke up and chose violence. <laughs> he chose, he decided, he saw the girls arguing. And like he tends to do, mm-hmm. he. He's a troll. He's a troll and he hates Santana. So any way that he feel like he can take a dig at Santana, mm-hmm. he's going to capitalize on the beast to do it, which at this point he needs to stop. Like, yeah, whatever. Santana might have said something that upset him, but it's like over. Move on. Like you don't have to like you know keep stewing in it. But you know, Roland Wright is not like the rest of us, and he's again chooses violence. So yeah, he's a troll. 
he's a troll. So he was like, bull, like you know, inserting himself into like the Carisha thing. And I guess Carisha got irked and started like saying shit back to him. Um, and like you know, honestly, they both were saying really fucked up things to each other. Like she, her, uh, like talking about his appearance and like making fun of like you know every- using the R word and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, the reason why we are putting it's not even just her being this sunken place; it's just a- ableist yeah. in general. Yeah. Because that's what um, it is. It's not about Carisha being in sunken place. It's yeah. about. Like I believe he said something about her dead baby dad, and she like decided to yeah, just that was go. Too, but that, which is too far. That was Absolutely way too far. Too far. He, should, he should have not said no, that. No, and his defense was like, y'all didn't see what she was saying to me. Like I don't care. You like to me, you leave dead people out of it. It and, just doesn't have to go thing, that far. But the thing is, she wasn't saying the stuff wasn't that bad. He she was saying stuff to him because he was saying stuff to and her because he inserted himself in there. Exactly. But here's our thing about ableism. Again, it's not Carisha in the sunken place. It's the fact that. When somebody who is disabled does something and you decide to then snap, that's how you felt regardless. Like, that's exactly. just how you felt. And that just shows how society views disabled bodies and oh, people, disabled people. The thing is, the, the people don't understand the science of joking. The thing is, the way stuff can be f- funny, like fucked up stuff can be funny, but until these people are treated as equals, it's not like there's... It's just yeah. no, no joke in it. And like, at the end of the day, it's probably, he probably, you know, he can't walk, you know? So yeah. why is that, a, is this off yeah, limits? Yeah, like, even, I don't know if it's because, like, you know, I grew up around uh, disabled people. Like, I was telling Iman, like, my grandmom had a best friend that was um, disabled, and I would always go to the house, the, um, like, it was like a house, it's like a nursing home, but it was for um, handicapped people, like people that was in wheelchairs. And um, I just never thought anything like that. Like, you think about it. Like, my thing is, when somebody says something fucked up or whatever, or they laugh at something, I just repeat it back to them and say, like, why is that funny? Like, why is it funny that somebody can't walk? Yeah. Like, that's, it's or nothing. to me, it's like the same as if somebody got mad at you and was like, nigga, a white person got mad at you and said, nigga, it's like, okay, cool. So because now you're mad, you get to say the thing that is problematic alone? Yeah, it's just not, for, like, just say it's... Uh, also, when you think about all the fucked up things that the government and stuff does to disabled people, it's just like it, it's stomach turning. Like, for instance, um, how they aren't even accounted for um, with the uh, bill with the stimulus. They had to fight even harder to get more uh, money. Yeah. So um, it's like you don't you don't know the half. Of yeah. It. They get left out of fuck. They get left out of like bills like Fucking like people don't the, even consider it. Yeah, they don't even consider it. And also like, um, for instance, uh, living in New York, um, the uh subway and stuff like that. Some subways don't have um elevators, and shit like that. Yep. So it's like so you gotta you can't even get on at the stop closest to your home. Yeah. So it's so many things that disabled people like get left out of, and also like disability is something that. It can happen to any of us. Any of us. It Let can me happen, tell you. It can happen to any of us. We are so, like, everybody is for on thin ice. Like, it can literally happen to anybody. And One it's just accident like, away. Exactly. And it's just, like, it's just something that just is not funny to me. Like, what is funny about somebody losing their mobility? Like, you know? Like, it's just not funny. It's just not funny. That's all it comes down to. And the second person in the sunken place is fucking Mitch McConnell because, like, 
That piece of scum, Donald Trump, has finally done something that could benefit us after months and months and months of creating turmoil and making the situation worse. He has now asking him to increase that measly as $600 to $2,000. You know, you got the Democrats pushing and hopping on it. You got Donald Trump not backing down. And then we got dead-ass Mitch McConnell who says no. And I'm like, how is it that one person in Kentucky who we can't confirm is even alive can make a decision Seriously. for people and just alone? democracy is a fucking joke. This country is a joke. Like, I swear to God, it is so hard for me to stay in any type of good mood lately because I'm like, yo, I don't even have it that bad for real. Like, yeah, I struggle from time to time, but, like, I don't have no mouths to feed. I'm thankful for my health as of right now. Like, I can get out and go work some extra hours if I need to. And even, let's just say, I lose my job, I lose all my money, I still have a few options before I'm down on my luck, before I'm homeless. And mm -hmm. some people can't say the same thing. So to know that, you know, how I can't imagine the stress right now that they're feeling. $600 ain't going to do shit for them. It's okay? And it's almost like you, you want people to be grateful for that. So if you go, if you have $10,000 or, or $3,000 in bills and you pay $600, if you get $600, what you're going to do is take that money and just be like, fuck these bills. I'm just going to get myself something to eat. Exactly. Because, like, it's because, again, I don't have it um, that bad. You know, I'm, I still, you know, live at home um, and I um, am getting unemployment and I have the things, you know, that I need for the most part. But um, I get unemployment, but I realized I don't get that much. And I was the only reason why I did have a nice amount of money is because I had saved some money up. And I personally cannot even get food stamps because they said, quote, unquote, I make too much money. So the money that I do get from unemployment, I have to buy food. Fine. But me personally... The bills that I have to pay, I have $1,400 in bills. And $600, like you said, is not going to cover it. It's not going to cover it. And even though I am fortunate enough to be like, okay, we get the $600 this, I, I don't know if we get it this week, but we're getting it soon. So apparently we're supposed to be, be getting $600 and then we'll get $1,400 to make up the difference. If and they decide to go through with it. If they do that. But then I think we're going to get $2,000. Um, actually, excuse me, it's 2000 as a whole if Joe Biden does something. That's what I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, um, me, I am fortunate enough to be able to pay um, half of, you know, that half of my bills um, because I live at home. Um, and I know that I will, um, you know, be able to get food with, like, the money that I have from unemployment. But everybody is not fortunate enough, you know, to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like, so the fact that somebody is just, I'm I'm just like, it, it is beyond me how you could just be, how delusional people are about what people need to survive and how. That's like I'm, 1913, like people, $600, that's. $600 in 1913, that's what niggas was making in a year. And yeah, it was fine. seriously. Like $600 in the early 2000s or something might have been something, but I'm like, it's the early been, 1900s. It's to be been honest. nine months since people have gotten a stimulus check, and you really think giving them less 
than what they got the first time is a smart move. Because that shit wasn't even that. It is ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. Like, even 2000 is just, like, honestly, that's about, that's not enough, but it's fair, right? Yeah, because that's what I said. I have $1,400 in bills. Yeah, $2,000 would at least make a big impact for people. And the fact that this is just, like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Fuck Mitch McConnell. Fuck everybody who allowed his dumbass to thrive for all these years. I pray to God in Georgia they make a big difference in the Senate. And we all know now, yeah. like, we see that's, like, the key. Like, that's so important to, to who who you put in that position, regardless of Republic or Demi- being Republican or Democrat. It's about their values. Like, it's really, really about their values, mm-hmm. which, unfortunately, it's hard to find anybody with good values nowadays. Mm-hmm. So let's get into common senses. Um, we're going to do a reflection on 2020 and just kind of take a moment. And, like, I'm so worn out. It is a little bit hard to, to, like, think about, like, 2020 and, like, what's going on. And, like, this year just has seemed like such a whirlwind. That shit don't even feel real. I'm like, wake up. Wake up, Mr. West. But you know what? I keep feeling sometimes that because this year is so weird that it's a trial year, like, it ain't real. However, no, like, I'm still living my life, and reflection is still necessary mm-hmm. uh, in order to make the best decisions moving forward. Like, mm-hmm. I'm heavy. I'm a heavy reflection person. So I'm happy that we are still going to take a time to, like, process our year. Um, so the first thing we have is for 2020, what were, like, eye-opening moments? So for me, I feel like losing my job was really like a... <gasps> because... Not because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm scared I lost my job. Because I realized there were so many things that I sacrificed. Like, my personal, um, like, my personal, I'm tr- what I'm trying to say. Like, things that I wanted to do personally and for me that I sacrificed because of my job. And it was just gone just like that. Mm-hmm. So, it made me, this year made me be like, fuck it. I am going to be the most me that I could possibly be. Like, okay, I was able to get tattoos, like, cool, but I didn't get my nose pierced because they were, like, um... Policies and Yeah, shit. because company policies and stuff like that. Couldn't wear hats, um, like, fashion hats and stuff like that. Head wraps. Head wraps. You couldn't wear hair wraps. So I brought a fuck ton of hats this year. Um, if if it wasn't um a below the mask, I would have got my nose pierced. But I bought a bunch of colored wigs, like, this year. And I just was like, I'm just going to be the most fucking me. And from this point on, I'm not doing anything unless I can be 100% myself. Because that, I don't want to say it really fucked me up, but it, like, it kind of, like, when I, I'm I'm over it now. But when I thought about it and then, like, looking at other people that are just, like, so themselves, I kind of felt like I was, like, behind in that. Um, And... We have to, as a society, have to stop looking at, like, cutoff for stuff for, like, age and stuff. And, like, like for instance, like, I don't know, some people say, like, oh, my gosh, like, uh, really? You're too old to be getting, like, you know, something pierced, like, in your late 20s or whatever. But, like, you don't know how, like, people grew up and, like, just things that people went through. So I'm, like, not um, holding myself to, like, oh, we have to be a certain age to do this, like, yeah. Your age is such a big barrier. Exactly. Because you're going to get, in 10 years from now, you're going to be looking at yourself like, yo, I was young as fuck. Why was I thinking like that? Exactly. And we also are like, as people, we are all constantly growing and like figuring stuff out. Yeah. And like, there's so many like shells that we have to like uncover and layers and like get comfortable and stuff. 
But, like, this year, like I said, losing my job that, like, was so, like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, has made me be like, you know what, fuck that. I, I want to do things that I can only 100% be myself because I held back so much that to the point where I didn't even know who I was. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really, like, honestly... That fucks with your identity. Yeah, it was really it fucks fuck, with your identity. It was identity. definitely fucking with my identity. And also, like, I held back on, like, you know, getting certain things. And, like, everything that I did was, like, wrapped around, like, oh, can I can I also wear this? Because I spent most time at work. So I'm like, yeah. oh, can I do this at work, you know? And also just finding out, like, professionalism is, like, rooted in white supremacy and stuff like that. And I'm like, it makes so much sense. Because, like you said, I couldn't wear fucking head wraps. Yeah, ever. which is, like, cultural. But I do feel like... This was a year, and, you know, there there are a lot of people who lost their jobs, unfortunately, this year because of everything that happened. But this was a year where people kind of had a chance to, like, question our, the way work, work like, careers operate mm-hmm. in our society, you know? And we realized we're spending all this time at work when half of us, we could have done work from home. You know, it would have been a little bit probably better for, you know, some people's lives if they had the ability to work home from home. Like, I remember one job, they were telling us that, like, when you work from home, your productivity goes down, which is just such a shitty way of looking at it. Like, it really, and yeah, and, like, I also, they remind me, before, when they were, like, trying to do the work from home thing, we had to watch these fucking videos where people was doing everything. Like, this, it was literally, like, remember that episode of SpongeBob when he was trying to be normal? <laughs> That's how the videos look. And they were saying, like, how we can conduct, how we should conduct ourselves to do work at home. And I'm like, huh? It's ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. <coughs> like, and for me... Sorry, just talking about, like, my realizations and, like, what this came about. Because I think it's also, my answer was also related to work. I just wrote it down. Oh, yeah, like, control, right? Because, like, work and control goes hand in hand. Because, Mm -hmm. like, for me, or for you, like, losing your job or something was not something you could control. It was nothing you could have done different. It was no way you could have showed up. Yep. It was nothing you could have done. It was out of and my hands. It was out of your hands, and that was a really tough pill to swallow. It's like, for so long, you know, we're used to, if we want something, that's enough. Like, I want to go outside. I want to be around my mom. I want to be around my friends. I want to go on vacation. And this was the first year for me. It's like no matter what you wanted, mm-hmm. you had to like kind of buckle down and say like, all right, well, this is what it is. And how am I going to rock out during these times where life ain't what I want it to be? Yeah, I think that's what for me made myself be more like go. Like I feel like I've already always been like a kind of go with the flow type person. But after that, because first time, it was actually three times. First, it was weird because when this first happened, I was off work because I was on vacation for my birthday. And they were like, okay, we're going to be gone for two weeks. Then they were like, okay, this is lasting longer than that. We will see you um, next month. Mm-hmm. Then they were like, okay, this is getting real bad. We will see you guys in July. And July started getting closer. And then that's when we got the phone call that we were like, we were not coming back at all, period. Because the economy changed. And like, as me... Personally, I guess because all the fucked up stuff with the economy always happened when I was, like, younger or, like, when I was in college. So it never, I feel like it never really directly affected me. Mm-hmm. And this time, it because I'm an adult and I'm, like, a working adult with a full-time job, 401K, shit like that, it actually affected me because 
with the company that I worked for, nobody was buying our product because, yeah. you know, I sold shapewear and, and everybody's special at occasions. And special for special occasion, there's no special occasions. Everybody's at home. People are gaining more weight. Um, nobody knows what size they are. Also, you my store was heavy on try on. That was our thing. Cause if you, you get people to try on the stuff. Like how they look. They like how, they'll yeah. get it, you know, we sizing them up and now there's no contact. You, yeah, you're not allowed to try on clothes because that was going to be one of our rules that we couldn't, like, people couldn't try on the clothes. So it's just, like, um, and also, like, you know, the stuff are, were sold, our stuff was sold to, like, different department stores and stuff like that, and the data was that it wasn't selling anywhere. So no matter how bad I was ready to be, like, fuck it, like, I'm bored of shit, I want to go back to work. It was just, like, it would have just, just been. Not, yeah, it's not that time. It wasn't realistic. It. it wasn't realistic. It wasn't the time for that. Um, what's the, the, what was the toughest part of this quarantine for you? Um, probably I would say not being with like family and friends. Mm. Definitely. That is, um, because I just love, especially like being with my, I mean, you do too, but like being with my family and like, um, like I, I didn't do, it really hit, especially cause my birthday was in the beginning of, like, when everything was, like... So, I literally did nothing on my birthday. I just got dressed up, and then I played video games. Um, and I just was, like, oh, shit. Like, I'm really, like... I feel like that was, like, very tough. Yeah, that was tough. I really felt bad for people whose birthday was in, like, April. Because we thought we was going to be out of it. And it just really sucked, like, to not be able to celebrate with people. Um for me, the worst thing was seeing how people acted, you know, with, like, the mask and even with, like, we went through a lot of trauma this year, you know? Yeah. Between, like, the the, the racial uprisings and uh, just con- conducting yourself. Like, I've seen so many people that I thought were responsible do shit during this quarantine that had me looking at them different. Child, and- the worst... <sighs> say what you're going to say, but my mom <laughs> read me some dumb shit that a nurse said, and I was like... Just Unbelievable. seeing people giving essential workers a hard time about wearing their mask when they literally have to be at work and you don't have to be there shopping in person, but now you want to come in and I follow the rules. Like, I have been working in retail again, like, for the holiday season, and I have had to tell grown people, do not fucking come near me with that mask below your nose. Like, don't do that because I don't want to be sick. Yeah. I have to be out here to make money, but you do not have to have your fucking nostrils showing <laughs> walking around. You don't have to do that. Like, yeah. this is not essential to be in this mall right now shopping luxury beauty. But if you are going to be here, then you need to fucking put your mask over your nose. Like, that's just it. Like, you don't have a right to put other people in danger because of your comfort. Like, there was this guy, I literally saw him, just raw dogging it. No mask walking through the mall in the middle of a pandemic. And because I am an overthinker, quote unquote, <laughs> that makes me think, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, seriously, on so many levels, how can you be so out of touch? Like, that type, that shit ruins my day. Like, seeing people all up in a folks' face with no mask on it's so in crazy. 2020, and people will try to argue you down. Well, that maybe they're depressed. May you don't, you know, maybe, you know, everybody has a right. Listen, we're not talking about no rights right now. We're talking about fucking science, okay? We got an airborne uh, sickness that has killed people that I know, okay? You know, there was somebody that I knew at the beginning of this year who was no longer here right now, who had a lot of life to live, 
because of this damn virus. So don't tell me that you you need to go to fucking Cancun. Don't tell me that you need to have a party because you really do not. That's the bottom line. I don't care how sad you are. I don't care how low your mental health is. You don't need to do it. You are spoiled. You lack discipline. You don't give a fuck. And you're dirty. That's just it. That's just it. That's my thoughts on people all up in folks' face, kikiing without a mask on. At the end of the day, yeah, like keeping it small and being around people who like have opted in to having their immune system like compromised is one thing. But to go somewhere else and rise their cases is is just irresponsible to me. And to be out in the mall where we have not tapped in to having our, you know, health compromise is it's disrespectful. Yeah, because when we went to go close down my store, it was so many people. So and many then people. they be like trying to get near you loud and shit, like, or we're like I'm in Starbucks, I'm standing on the little circle thing. And I turned around and it's a nigga on my heels. Get on your circle. That's why the circles are on the floor. Yeah. And my whole thing is, this is why I don't feel like we should yell at kids because adults act just as bad. They can't police themselves. They can't follow rules. Yeah. They don't. They don't listen to common sense and health measures. So we we should not be beating, popping, and yelling at kids unless we're gonna beat, pop, and you know punish <laughs> adults, which I'm one hundred percent down for. Yeah. Exactly. So like that that was just a bad joint. Um, what was an unexpectedly fun moment of twenty twenty for you? Uh, going to the beach. I was going to say that, too. Yeah, going to the beach. I was like, wow. And I went to the beach twice this year. Going to the beach really, really lifted my spirits. Um, But there's a lot of little, like, cute impromptu things that I did to kind of keep myself sane, which I'm so proud of. Like, I bought water paint. Like, I've been, like, doing little water paint oh, yeah, products. We went in the park. Yeah, Sabrina and I, we went in a park, and we did water painting together. Um... Also, like, me and my cousin, we did, like, yoga in the park. Like, we've gone on hikes. Like, I was in the park every day in the summertime taking a walk. Like, every day. So, I'm definitely proud of myself for that. I made a lot of cool food. I was, like, stretch in the morning. Oh, so yeah, and the food. Yeah, that was... A lot of healthy habits were picked up during quarantine. Also, I think I'm learning how to relax. The only problem I'm having with relaxing is once I get into my rhythm... It'd be hard for me to get out of it, to be I productive know, that's, again. That's how I feel. I'm like, ooh, babe. How, please give y'all, give me some tips on how to, like, be restful without becoming lazy. Because once I start resting real good, I'm like, I don't want to do anything ever again. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'd be like, oh, like I know I got work waiting for me, but I really just want to stay here and chill. Ow, shit. But yeah, 2020 was quite a year. That was, yeah, it was definitely an interesting year. It was very... It was a... like, And I feel like this is probably, like, I don't know if I'm being... I don't know the word, but I feel like this is a year that, like, a lot of people, like, lost somebody or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know I always feel like sometimes I feel alone, like, when I lose stuff, but I'm just like, everybody. This is a year where everyone around the world has lost something. I do wonder what the world is going to be like when we come out of this. That's the number one thing I'm most curious about. Yeah, because like, it's, I mean... It'll never be the same. Yeah, and it's we're not going to come out of it, like, in January. Actually, it's going to be worse because a lot of people went home or traveled. Oh, they said millions of Americans Yeah, travel for um, Christmas. I did not. Remember I was saying I didn't think that many people was going to travel for Christmas like Thanksgiving? CNN said millions. I told you. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think that many people would travel for Christmas. Millions. 
of people <laughs> made their way home. And some people got COVID tested prior to, but they were saying that don't even matter. Mm-hmm. They were saying it's cool because you could catch some people who would have otherwise not have known. Yeah. But it's not a true test of if you have COVID or not. Yeah, and it's also not a test of if the people you're going to visit already have it and yeah. you're just about to catch it from us. Millions of people. It's a bad one. I'm afraid I'm sick every two seconds. Like, I'm just scared. But I'm just, like, praying that maybe we will all pre- appreciate life a little bit more. Like, there are definitely some things I took for granted, like going out to bars and clubs and stuff. Even though I didn't, I'm never gonna like that. It's just <laughs> I would really miss going to a restaurant, like yeah, being with my I, that's really that's got me down bad. Just knowing, like, it's something about waking up every day knowing that there's a possibility. Also, what that you I, could do something is like crazy, and now we don't have that. And one of my favorite things used to be if I was off on a weekend or like on a Friday, getting up and treating myself to brunch, like mm-hmm. going out and sitting and. Eating brunch, like even if I was by myself, like that shit used to be so yeah, fun. It would be so fun. Or one of my favorite things is just like when like Jarrell will call us to like Bourbon and Branch, and we would go, and, and then our we, whole day would be watching Holiday Heart and eating snacks together. <laughs> like that shit is so like, fun. The possibility like, that your day could just get to be that fun and wild and wacky is I miss. Cause I did. I I went. The only reason why I did go out to eat is because I was um that's the day I closed the store down and I was with my my store manager and we went out and the whole time I was like I think I'm paranoid like, I, I did go like, out when outdoor dining was like happening I did participate in outdoor dining I felt like I was going to I I, I just felt like I'm like you know what Here's the money. Take the check. Like, I just felt so Bruh, paranoid. It's a bad joint. Yeah. But you know what? We cannot stop being optimistic and looking forward to the future. This is our last episode of 2020. It's been quite a year. Yep, Thank you guys so much for, like, staying on board. Like, if we're going to talk about gratitude, like, I'm most thankful for, like, our our supporters and listeners, like, for giving us so much grace this year because, yes. you know, we've had to, like, cancel. We had to do some things on live. Like, it just was not the way people like us was set up a year. But yeah. you know what? We did our best, and it felt good to do it knowing that we had, like, you know, listeners and supporters who weren't judging us but encouraging us to, like, take care of ourselves and do what's best. So yep. thank you that guys was, for yeah. listening to us and for always messaging us, letting us know how we helped you. Like, you don't understand what that does for us. Like, to just let us know that we helped you or because of this pandemic you feel alone but you listen to us and you feel like you aren't, like... That's what this was made for. So we really appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank y'all so much. I feel the same way. Like, thank y'all for giving us so much grace, giving us uh, ideas and, like, you know, trying to really help us through this, like, you know, because we didn't know. We, you know, we just come to the studio, um, talk up on the mic. We don't know how to do, like, you know, stuff with technology and we didn't have the setup for stuff, but no. we tried. That there was an attempt and y'all helped us, you know, a lot with stuff, but yeah, thank y'all again. It is, and like not to be shady, there's so many people trying to get their projects off the ground right now, and I think about when they like ask for advice, like, oh, like how did you do this with Black Girl Brunch? And I'm like, yo, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how we have such a solid group of people 
to listen, support, so, and follow me. I'm shocked. I'm just a shock. Because I'm are. always shocked that, like, certain like certain people I don't expect to listen to. Because, like, for instance, I'm not a podcast person. Everybody know that I'm a YouTube person. So when certain people be like, yeah, I listen to, like, they're avid listeners, I'll be so shocked. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. You? Yeah, and, like, deciding to, like, lift us up every day and make us feel like our little thoughts mean something. Like, all I can say is just be yourself and be honest. And everybody not going to fuck with you for that, but the people who fuck with you going to fuck with you very hard. So that's always my advice is, like, be authentic and don't do it for for the gain and for the followers and stuff like that. Just, like, do it because it's like, oh, like, we just want to have fun and have real conversations. So thank you, guys. Um... Happy 2021. Happy New Year. We will get through 2021 the same way we got through 2020, okay? Together. And that's on her. Happy Happy New Year's, guys. We love you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch and on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Iman Matei. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Matei. And Sabria. You can follow me at Frankenfem underscore on Twitter and It's Frankenfem on Instagram. And don't forget to leave us reviews. That's how other people find us. And learn to love us as well. Like, spread the love. Thank you so much. And I'm going to go home and eat cabbage. Yo, Sabria. That's the last message you want to send people off with? Yeah, the money's money. That's ridiculous. Good night. Good night. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>